Once again, I want to welcome you all to the living ministry. I am again, Minister Alan C.B. Jackson. <laughs> um, it's so excited to be here. The one word that we've been saying throughout, and I've heard a lot of more ministers say for the year, is basically release. When you hear the word release, you think of so much. You think of release from your, your stresses, your pains, your issues. And I know people have been asking, well, well, what scriptorial background do you have for the word release? I mean, what are we being released from? You know, how are we going to be able to push through? Well, the scripture that we have is Exodus chapter 14, verse 14. It said, the Lord will fight for you and there is no need for you to do anything. You know, the good thing is we talk about crossing the Red Sea and the main focus is how did they get across and what Moses had to do. But we also have to realize that Israelites had to be able to not look back because if we remember what God did in order for for them to keep moving forward, that's what we tend to do in our lives is look back. We look back at the things that we have done. We look at our past and some people look at our past and try to define their future or always focus on the past instead of looking forward. No, it's time to release those things and make sure that we do what we need to do to keep moving forward. Even in verse four in Exodus 14, it says, I will make him stubborn and he will pursue you. And my victory over the king and his army will bring me honor. And it says, then the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. There's light as they were told when the king of Egypt was told that the people had escaped. He and his official changed their minds, of course, and say, what have we done? We have let the Israelites escape and we have lost them as our slaves. And we have to remember that every time we are looking back in the past over something we have done, that we have really enslaved ourselves to that specific thing, whether good or bad or ugly, whatever it is, we have really enslaved ourselves because we are still holding on to those specific things in our lives that that only we understand that only we are the ones that are <laughs> that only we are the ones that that are holding back on those specific things. And we can't move forward unless we release it. I mean, we cannot move forward unless we release it. So let's not be slaves of the past. It is time to make sure that we're letting go. And 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 so many people say that, oh, I'm not doing that. I mean, if you look at my life, you look past over my life, you'll see that I've 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 made a difference. I've made a change. I've I've gone and done what I've needed to do in order to move forward. But then we have to realize, have we really done what's needed to be done in order to move forward? Are we still chasing, moving, trying to run forward and still looking back at the past thoughts, the past things that we've done? We haven't allowed God to sit in the, in, in the heart of our front seat and we're still making him that co-passenger instead of allowing him to take take the full control. Um and then we go back to verse six. It says the king got his war chariot and his army ready. He set out with all his chariots, including the 600 finest commanded by their officers. The Lord made the king stubborn and he pursued the Israelites who were leaving triumphantly. We have to remember that God tests us sometimes because he wants to see how we react in these specific situations. So he made the king, he made Pharaoh stubborn. And I'm reading out the Good News Bible. He made Pharaoh stubborn and said, I'm going to go after him. We had these people that were going in the back. They were slaves. Now we ain't going to have nobody to help us with this work. Who's going to help us do all this work? <laughs> we're not going to do it ourselves. So now he sent and said, I need them to come back so that they can continue to be enslaved in, in my work, in my way. 
Because when that tends to happen and we look at it from that way, we think that we're going on victoriously, but something's always trying to hold us back. And we have to be careful because if we get caught up in it, guess what? We're the stubborn ones and it's not the Pharaoh. So then it continues to say the Egyptian army with all the horses, chariots and drivers pursued them and caught up when they were at the camp by the Red Sea. So when the Israelites saw the king and his army marching against them, they were terrified and cried out to the Lord for help. We get terrified sometimes because we see that past trying to creep up against us. But again, it's because we have not let it go. And the funny thing is, because we have not let it go, we get so entrenched in our thought process that we cannot move forward. I can't tell you enough times in my own life where I've, I've had something done to me or I've had something and it's swayed the way I think, it's swayed the way I act, and it's not who I really am. It's not who I really am at all. When we look at those things, it terrifies us because we look at the past and we allow the past to define who we are. We allow the past to define if we're going to make one choice, if we're going to say it this way, if we're going to say it that way. And it shouldn't be like that. We need to let it go. Whatever you've done in the past, God has already forgiven you for. But you cannot continue to move forward. There are too many times where God is telling us in the, in the Bible to let it go. And, and, and the thing about it is we sit, we sit there. In Proverbs, God said, commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. That's like if you say I applied to a job or whatever, and, and I don't have that much experience. And 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 you, you don't know what you're going to do because you're upset. You're not giving that full faith or committing to what God has for you. If, if you're not saying, God, I know you got this, and I'm going to give you the control over. I know you're the... You're, you're the you're the pilot and I'm the co-pilot and I'm going to let you I'm going to put this in your hands. I've already committed and said that the Lord will fight for you and and you will be need, be the one that needs to be silent. You are the one that needs to be quiet and allow God to take control. <laughs> then then the best part, one of my favorite verses is cast all your anxiety, all your cares on him because he cares for you. You sit at home and you think about the things that are going on in your life and you sit there and think about all the stresses and all the pains and all the hurts and or then that was first Peter chapter five, verse seven. And you don't allow God to do his work. You think about what you have to do, the bills you have to pay, the the stresses that you have in front of you, but you're not allowing God to move forward and work in you. And we sit there and we think about the things and and that's because we're not giving it over to God. We give the stresses of our daily life and we're not giving it to God. We're not allowing him to do what we need to transform us, to truly trust him. Because again, you know, the living ministry is all about the ministry that lives within you. But we, in order for the ministry to live in us, we need to begin to stretch our faith and believe that God can do any and everything. It's hard for us to really give up this humanly nature that we have to say that, you know, I'm going to believe in this person because of who he is and because of what he done. I mean, we have to think about the sacrifices that God made. Not only did he send his only begotten son down to, to live the life that we live every day. Let's look at it from this way. Jesus was a perfect man. 
and he was the only perfect man that ever lived. Not only was he persecuted, not only was he tested, but Jesus went through all that and was still perfect. God has given us a directional book that we can go through, that if we're going through something, that we can look unto him to see what we need to do to move forward. Now, that's the kind of God that we all want to serve because even though he sent down his only begotten son, who was perfect, mind you, he still told his son to sacrifice himself for us. Sacrifice himself for us. And that to me is a God that I want to serve because can you just imagine or fathom you sacrificing your child for somebody else? You sacrificing your child for somebody else. It's hard. It is very hard. And that's why fasting is so important because you're literally sacrificing something. A lot of people think fasting is supposed to be for food. No, we're not just going to fast off of food. We're going to fast off a lot of things. We're going to fast off of social media. We're going to fast off watching TV. We're going to fast off being on our phones. We're going to fast off this and that. And I'm not going to go on a tangent. I want to focus on my main subject, and that's release. We have to be able to say that we're going to leave this behind us. Because the only people that's really looking back is us. God's trying to move us forward and we're still looking back. So no matter what it is in the past, you have to release it. If we look in verse 11 in Exodus chapter 14, this is what I said to Moses. Weren't there any graves in Egypt that you have to bring us out here in the desert to die? Look what you've done. By bringing us out of Egypt, they didn't have any faith because they, what they saw behind them was coming and it was coming faster and faster. So what did they do? They turned on the man that got them where he was, where they were. They turned on Moses. Didn't we tell you this had happened before we left? We told you to leave us alone and let us go on being slaves of the Egyptians. It would be better to be slaves than to die here in the desert. Think about that. The Israelites told Moses it would better it would be better to be a slave than to be free. It doesn't sound like they wanted to release. It sounds like they wanted to go through their daily regiment. It don't matter what color you are, where you're from. Yeah, everybody's gone through some form of enslavement and i know some people would disagree but enslavement can not just be a physical thing but it can also be a mental thing as well when we look at that we look at the things that are going on in our past that defines who we are some people can move faster and some people cannot they can't it's impossible because they can't move past it because they don't think that anybody else would. If it was a situation with other people, they'll focus on that one situation and think that those people are looking at them the same way that they were looking at them when the situation happened, and that's not true. If you give it to God, he'll take care of the issue. Once you release that from you, God will take care of it. And I like what Moses answered to them because it was very, it was a very, 
very strong thing. He said, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Not only did he say, don't be afraid, but he said, stand your ground and you will see what the Lord will do to save you today. You will never see the Egyptians again. Moses said, don't be afraid. And I speak that into your life today that you don't be afraid to release what's going on in your past. Release whatever it is that's not moving you forward. You think you've been held back, but you're the only person that's holding you back. God is telling you right now to release it. Let it go. I was in church today and the pastor, he said, you know what? Some people don't like me. He said, they don't like me because of the things that I say. He said, they may feel persecuted or they may feel like it. He said, but you know, that's not of God. God said, let it go and let him take care of it. Don't be afraid. And you have got to stand your ground. How do you expect to move forward if you are not standing your ground, believing and doing what you needed to do? How do you expect for God to move into your life if you are not moving forward in your own stance? You're staying, looking behind you, looking at all those people coming after you and not believing that God is your pilot and he is guiding you where you need to go. And then we go right into what he said. The Lord will fight for you. And there is no need for you to do anything. Do you know how powerful that is? God will fight for you and there is no need for you to do anything. No need for you to do anything. Think about it. Think about the power in that statement. The Lord will fight for you and there is no need for you to do anything. Every battle that you deal with every day, God will take care of it for you. Everything that you've gone through, God has already taken care of you and brought you out. So release it. You have to got to let it go because God forgives you for everything. Jesus paid it all for a reason. And you still hold on to the same things that God delivered you from a week ago, a month ago, a year ago, several years ago. And you still holding back. No, let it go. It is time for your time to release it. And to go a little bit further, I like what God told them. God said, the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out for help? Tell the people to move forward. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Not only did God say release, but he said move forward. And then he gave them the directions on how to move forward. He told Moses to lift up his stick and hold it over the seas and the water will divide and the Israelites will be able to walk through the sea on dry ground. It is time to release. Move forward. And walk on the dry ground that God has given you. Hallelujah. This is some powerful stuff. We hear this story and we only think about Moses splitting the waters. But let's look at what God did to move them forward. Why are you crying out for help? Tell the people to move forward. So as we end today, I just want you 
to be able to have the strength to don't be afraid, to be able to stand your ground and see what God will do to save you today. It didn't say save you tomorrow. It didn't say save you next week. It didn't say save you next month, next year. He said, see what God can do to save you today. The Lord will fight for you and there is no need for you to do anything. God, as we come together today, God, I just ask for those who are listening today, God, to have the release of you, God, for them to be able to make you the captain of their ship, Father God, the pilot of, of their plane, Father God, and for them, Father God, to allow them to be moved by you today, God, for them to be able to stand their ground, Father God, and be able to move forward in you, to build a better relationship, Father God, and to have a closer meaning, Father God, of their life in you, God. I just ask for your guidance, Father God, and your leadership. We ask in these, in your precious son, Jesus name. Amen. So I encourage you, don't be afraid and stand your ground and see what God has something for you today. Amen.